You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matt Gertz and Jesse Landers. Did you get that second picture I sent you? It was very blurry, his tail. No, actually, I didn't browse. Mission Impossible. Down the, uh, down so the dark, tree there. Yeah, it was bad lighting. There's there's no street lights in my town, unfortunately. Oh, now I see him, actually, because my brightness was down. It was <laughs> yeah, he's, you side. can barely see his tail. He's, like, going upside down down the tree. The striping on the tail. Mr. Ricky Raccoon over here. I got raccoons living in the trees right near my porch. And I see them a lot of times in the bigger tree, but I walked out on my porch just before we started recording, and this raccoon was staring me in the face from, like, ten feet away. And I was like, don't you fucking jump to my porch. He's just hungry, man. He just wants a bite to eat. Bite of my garbage, probably. That's their favorite meal. <laughs> Easy pickings, man. Got a good selection. Yeah. They smell they all that, know. Uh, the fruit and veggies I've been juicing out there. That's what I'm saying. They might know your diet and they like your diet. So they're like, all right, we're going to have to linger around here. Stop here every Let night. Let me in on this. I think he was <laughs> eyeing my cat who was standing behind me. It's like, oh. what's that tasty morsel standing behind you? <laughs> That's some meat. <laughs> raccoons are vicious. There's a whole family of them. I think I've seen five total Again, chilling in the, the tree over here. They're cool. I mean, they normally don't bother us, but uh, I was I was almost certain he was going to jump to the porch while I was standing out there. I was ready to like run back in, shut the door behind me. Have to fight off a raccoon on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't even have shoes on. I would have gone to kick. He probably would have latched. Oh, like, dude. Ah! Wide open. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't need to go to the hospital before recording the podcast. No. No rabies shots, please. No. <laughs> Sounds like some of the uh, girls that you were talking about before might need rabies shots, though. Oh, man. <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> rabbit on the online dating. Oh, it's a different era today, man, as we were talking before. Uh, uh, let me read you one of the latest, um, I don't know, what would you call a lady hitting the me cougar up? cougar coming after you? Yeah, definitely. The, it is a cougar, actually. A cougar attack? <laughs> So we have a, uh, a mid-30s lady that looks like she may have been a drug user due to f- features of her sunken in eyes type deal and very tired features of the face. She's just up late. Yeah, doing, maybe. Doing math. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and to start, like, the reason like why I'm also being so judgmental the first thing in her bio happens to be, I never pay for a date. <laughs> so so if you're She's not going to pay for me and my daughter, don't even swipe right. <laughs> Which right. I'm assuming is why she, she doesn't get swiped much. That's why she's starting to outreach to everybody. <laughs> Contacting you. So she yeah. wants you to pay for her and her daughter, apparently. She's like, hey, like, here's a younger guy. Maybe I can, uh, he looks like he's got a job and stuff. Like he's got a new car. Like, oh, that's uh Let's, this hot uh, podcaster. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, the mistake is linking social media to the sites too, so they can find out who you are like real quick. So it's like, ah, oh, man, I get a lot of those weird ones where it's like, 
You're just not my type. <laughs> <laughs> to, yes, you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, yeah, like, we're just not, no, no. You don't want to pay for this lady and her uh, daughter? No. Um, <laughs> it's not on your agenda. I'm going to opt out. I think I will avoid that and date a lady that's actually in my age group or younger. <laughs> fair <laughs> not enough. Not too young. Enough. Not too young. But um, It seems like it's uh, you get different people reaching out to you on, like, online dating than you would with, like, just normal, like, uh, traditional uh, Dating. Well, it's you way too go easy. For your age group. I mean, if you, all right, if you're active, you're definitely gonna have multiple a day at minimum. Like inquires, like if you don't even inquire on people, like I mean, if you do your profile right, there's like a lot of tips to take good, like take good pictures. Like that's like the key thing. If you don't take good pictures, like of like yourself and like actually show who you are, people are gonna be like, all right, that's not even worth it because like people the common theme is like i've met up with girls especially in the beginning where i didn't know how to scan like the snapchat and do things that like where i could actually see who they are and uh you'll meet up with somebody and they're a completely different person than they they are on their fucking dating site like the photos they posted are from 10 years ago (laughs) kind of like that one girl that you met up with that it turned out to be kind of odd that we talked about on uh, oh man yeah that was that was probably the most vibrant date i've had um <laughs> the what was it the fake irish accent setting up snowmen in a movie theater yeah the accent really weirded me out in a store and i was just like oh my god you're embarrassing yeah. me <laughs> and i don't even know you <laughs> but people so think can... that we're together <laughs> yeah right it's like i just met this person They're i just wanted to be like i'm not out. dating her i don't know her <laughs> well that's uh i guess it's a gamble each time it seems like Oh man, you never know. You never know what you're getting into. Um, but if you get into this whole online dating thing, you like learn pretty quick, like what you require to like kind of pre-scan people and understand if they're like your type of person. If you want to take it to the step of like giving your number and then maybe going out, like you know, like it's all depends. Like I've met girls and like instantly we've gone out and stuff, and like you know, it just like didn't click or whatever, you know, or like it right. was just like. Uh, a one night thing, you know, like, which is totally yep. cool. Like, um, I'm to the stage where I want to kind of, I think I want to look for a relationship, but I'm getting fed up with the way that online dating works. So I'm probably going to take a more like in real life approach from now on experiment. Right. <laughs> and know? we were talking before the different, um, different apps sort of seem to cater to different needs or wants in terms of like datings and dating and like what you're looking for. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a dime a dozen with the dating apps. I mean, if you want to go like the different genres, like you could just like, <clears throat> you can get straight hookup ones, like where you don't even like, you don't have to like filter through and see who's like looking for a relationship or whatever. Um, there's ones that do everything of course, and they'll label it. There's like Tinder, which is like a mess of like, you can't figure out if the person's like looking for a relationship or they want to just like have sex with you, <laughs> um, yeah. which is real common. Well, like it's weird. Uh, and that's what it seems like. It's like uh, I've heard of people who have like met on Tinder and they're in a relationship. Yes. Um, and then I've heard that from other people that it's more of a hookup app and that there's other ones that are a little bit better in terms of if you're looking for a relationship versus just that sort of one night get to yes. know somebody in your bed kind of oh, yeah, scenario. Yeah. Yeah, like, which, like, um, 
like I was honestly in the beginning, I was like at a point where I was like I was accepting of anything. I, I was just like whatever. Like I'm just living life. This is weird to me to begin with. So fuck it. I'm just gonna see what happens. So it's like, probably the best way know, to go into it. Yeah, and it's fun. You know, it's fun for a little bit, but it gets tiring when it's like, like it's having somebody interested in you and not being interesting in in, in them is it can be like pretty like hurtful to yourself too. Like because it's like. Put you in know. an awkward position. Yeah, yeah, and you don't want to hurt them, but it's like shit. Like we started this out as like something like just like happening, and like yeah. one person's leaning towards something. Like yeah, dude, that's like I've had that occur, and that kind of is like another reason why I'm deterring from like instantly meeting girls again because it's like fuck, I feel pretty bad, and I have like a girl right? that like that kind of happened to. So well, don't feel bad. We uh, we're all behind you, me and the listeners. Ah. Well, thank you. And, God. And we, and we know that, and clearly you're a uh, hot commodity if you're getting oh. Th- oh. these messages from these uh, these ladies that want you to support Now, if their, I could focus the attractant of which kind of group I'm, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're just kind of, you you're getting a net from everywhere. Maybe I'm too picky. I don't know. Yeah, don't, I think the mentality you had when you said, like, uh, you know, you go into it seeing, like, whatever happens, happens. That's probably the best way to go about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just uh, like I said, man. I ghost out. <laughs> I ghost out as soon as there's a red flag. It's just like uh, I don't want to get interested in you or make you think that I'm interested in you, and this becomes something and uh, have to do the whole. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> right. Well, it's also. I mean, that's the kind of age we live in too, where it seems like everything's a little bit quicker. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. It's wild. Yeah. It's. It's uh, <laughs> it takes some use getting used to if you've been in a, been in a relationship for a while. Yep. <laughs> Especially me, so, I did. I've been dating since like before. Like I was dating the same girl way before online dating was like real. Yep. It's like you were in jail and then you got released like ten yeah. years after, and you're like, like, "What's an iPhone? What is this world?" <laughs> it's like uh, that mo- the Shawshank Redemption, where it's like Briggs, don't don't go don't go hanging yourself off a beam and carving shit into wood. We don't Damn. want that for you. <laughs> Got real dark real quick. This dating advice took a harsh turn to the Shawshank Redemption. I Great don't movie. quite understand how this world works. <laughs> it's it's all become too fast. harder every day. <laughs> <laughs> I. I too many t- t- uh, Tinder invites. <laughs> I can't keep up. I don't know whether to swipe left or right. I can't sort the ones I like from the ones I hate. <laughs> it's all too fast, Briggs. Get off of Tinder. <laughs> Listen to us giving out dating advice here on this amazing podcast we call American Soccer. Yes, yes. Uh, this is the saga of Matthew. <laughs> And Jesse here to play therapist. <laughs> Coach him through. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of, it's like an armchair quarterback position almost. Yeah, yeah. You've been quite useful in the whole process. Not for nothing. I will say that. Oh, well, thank you. Guided you guided me in the weird things that I've had questions about, like your opinion, you know, like, what do you think about this? Like, oh, get the fuck out of that. Get the fuck out of that. Abort. <laughs> <laughs> Only looking out for your best interest, as anyone would do for a good friend. Ah, and I appreciate that. And we appreciate everyone listening right now. We're uh, happy to have you. This is uh, the 22nd episode of American We're Psycho Podcast. progressing quickly. It keeps Hopefully going. Hopefully you guys are staying with rolling. us. Hopefully we're not moving too fast for you. 
<laughs> right? Uh, we've got the usual coming at you. Uh, we're starting off with uh, some news, and this one's a doozy. Uh, there's oh. there's a lot going on in this story, and I I'm I'm probably obsessed with the most inane fact of all the all the parts <laughs> of this story. It but is what we'll you get to that on. in a moment. Yeah, I, I just have like a basically it's the drink choice is what it comes down to that I have an issue with. But we'll start at the top. Um, Havasu police say a woman takes a stab at a threesome. It's uh, a little play on words here. Basically, this lady, uh, Teresa Gillard, uh, faces felony charges for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and disorderly conduct with a weapon per domestic violence. Um, She had allegedly gone to a dog park and invited another woman to come back to her home for a threesome with her and the man that she was with. Um, (laughs) She... (laughs) She she goes back to essentially seal the deal with uh, the man at her home, and he gets into a verbal argument with her, which escalated to a physical argument when he grabbed her wrist and swung her around and told her he had a gun. Um, Bitch, I got a gun! Why did you bring this hoe here? He's not about this. I'm not sure what his deal was. Uh, like he's just he wasn't into it though. And maybe he had like he, something he, going on later that day. He doesn't he had share. Another threesome in mind or something. <laughs> These people get around, it sounds like. Um, Police said that the man locked her out of the house after she stabbed him with a pair of scissors. (laughs) And uh, the the physical altercation continued until the police arrived. Uh, She said that uh, the man had been drinking and had beaten her up and threatened to shoot her. Uh, He probably had scissors sticking out of his arm, and they hauled her off. Um, (laughs) now, Now to the important part of the story. Gillard later told police that she had been drinking Budweiser Strawberryta and had two shots of peppermint sh- schnapps prior to the incident. That's fucking disgusting. What kind of fucking sick bastard would mix those? Monsters. That's who. I just like that's this just, lady. Oh. If you've never had a, have you ever had a Strawberryta? No, and I never will because uh, back when they first started fucking around with that kind of weird mixture, they had the lime Rita or whatever. Yep. Yep, that was the initial release, and I had one of those, or a few, and I definitely got sick. Ugh. It's yeah. a weird combo of su- of like super sweet and like beer. Yeah, it's um, way too I've sweet. I've had the wine cooler sweet. They've, you know, if you get the strawberritas in the smaller cans, they're not so bad. It's like one of those things, like maybe <sighs> during the summer, if someone has them on ice, no. like you want to have something kind of refreshing and like fruity, go for it. Man, they I also had have a Budweiser in forever, let alone a fucking strawberry. Strawberryta. So they they also have the tall boys of strawberryas though, and that's what I'm imagining this lady was going at. Oh, you know it. She was stopped at the corner store. It's like she, two uh, bucks. She got that, and she got the. I bet you that schnapps was probably five bucks, maybe for the little like <laughs> flask style one you put in your pocket. Yeah, and she was yeah. having a good old time. And we were also talking about the idea that you know, well. Besides this being absolutely disgusting, whatever someone tells the police they had to drink, it's probably like twice that plus one. Yes, without a doubt. Like you know, <laughs> she had uh, yeah two shots. Mm-hmm. Oh, were you two just carrying a shot glass around with you? Oh, okay. Huh. I'm wondering if the lady had even agreed to the threesome, or if this is something she made up in her head. She's just drunk as fuck coming back. Like yeah, there was a woman at the park, and she's coming over, and we're gonna have a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it and he was he was i've always wanted it i told you 
Yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't agreed upon. You got to talk that over with your significant other before you just go to a dog park and pick someone up after drinking schnapps and strawberita. It's like you went to what? You went to walk the fucking <laughs> dog. You're drunk, and you brought a stranger home. And I was also sex with them? <laughs> I was also wondering like what the uh, like play by play was for the drinks. Was it two shots of schnapps and then walk the dog, come back and tell him about the threesome, then have the strawberry to mid argument? Or did she down it all during the argument? Or <laughs> You're before arguing going it and to walk drinking the, dog? the beer? She's this is going she, down whether you want it or not, Phil. If she if she drank the uh, all of it at once before the entire incident happened at the dog park, then she would clearly be sober by the time she would stab him in the arm with the scissors, I would think. I don't know. Maybe. Unless, maybe she's a lightweight. Unless she drank more than one strawberry or, and two shots of peppermint schnapps. I think our theory yep. holds water. Or it does. strawberry it does. in this It does. Case, I, I mean, shit, man. She's got a tall boy and maybe even a bigger bottle of the schnapps. We don't know. People drink Two that like boys. it's nothing. If they're Two tall up. boys and a handle of schnapps, oh, I think, is what we're dealing with here. And a, a backpack to carry all of this. Oh, yeah. Because you're, not, with you're scissors. not carrying that in a purse. That's not with purse scissors, material. Because you, you never well, know what you'll he, need scissors for. The, well, the funny thing is it says in the report that he handed her the scissors at one point in time. I wonder if that was one of those he scenarios. It's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, you're going to stab me here. And he hands her Here's scissors. Here's the scissors. Fucking stab me. And then fucking she did it, maybe. <laughs> he's Who like, knows? You fucking stabbed me. <laughs> it's like, hey, she fucking handed her scissors. And you're arguing about a threesome. What are you going to expect? why did you hand her the scissors? <laughs> I've, I've, this is the second uh, story I've heard about someone getting in an argument and getting stabbed with scissors in a household dispute. Don't yeah. just put the scissors down, people. Yeah, or get the safety ones precautionary in case you get in fights. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> little blunt end ones. Yeah. <laughs> Those can't yeah. cut shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> can't cut shit. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're going to move along to the next story, which is pretty fucking interesting to me. <laughs> it's cutting edge, is what it is. Well, not really, yeah. I guess. It's pretty common, but cutting edge to us, because we had no fucking clue. Over in the Middle East, <laughs> if you happen to be, you know, royalty, Saudi prince maybe, you could take your birds that you like to use for falconeering, which is apparently a fucking huge sport that we had no clue of. <laughs> Yeah, until I have recently, no idea. anyway. Fucking. I mean, I've seen it like at zoos and stuff where they like demonstrate the birds of prey and stuff like that. But I didn't realize yeah. it was that big in the Middle East. It's huge, and apparently, it's okay to bring them on airlines. The airlines, Qatar Airlines, will let you bring birds on. Um, even some German airlines will let you. They have bird stands that allow passengers to keep their falcons nearby. Now, the huh. article that drew our attention. Was a bit, bit more than uh, than a falcon or two. <laughs> a Saudi prince had brought eighty birds of prey with him. Yeah, that picture is absolute madness. Different breeds of falcons that, and when when you're a falconer, you do things like um, the competitions or things like uh, quarter mile like races and like retrievals in quickness. Like there's like different competitions, okay. so it's like a, it's a competitive idea. And sometimes they do have hundreds. It sounds almost like those dog running sports, but with birds essentially. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like you can use them to hunt. Um, there's there's like real hunt and release ones. There's just regular retrieval. There's like there's all kinds of different competitions they do. Um, it's fascinating. I mean, it, it I guess it dates back quite a bit. 
It's, um, a, it's definitely an interesting sport. And, like, I'm so I'm wondering, this guy had, what, 80 Falcons on a flight, you said? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, he had 80. So he's probably really a diehard, tra- you know, like, he really is probably one of the main competitors, I'd imagine. Um, they don't name him in this. Um, a friend actually posted the image on the uh on like online and then the news picked it up huh i would yeah. imagine it, that would be a noisy flight because they're not gonna be oh quiet. my god well it's the thing be, is it's gonna be a bunch they, of falcons cawing the entire <laughs> flight they it's put the a masks kid. on them that calm them down and i think they get real quiet and they don't know what to do so they don't scream they might do an occasional like noise here and there but i believe they calms them down and uh they're not like chatting the entire time it's like but me like and they you were talking one, about like, huh? <laughs> you're putting a flying animal in a tube and flying it way above where it should fly even though the cabins are pressurized main, like maintained and everything like that's yeah. still probably gonna fuck with their like their like Kinda internal weird. systems a little bit you yeah know? their equilibrium's probably thrown off a little bit i would imagine they got to be aware of the fact that they're a lot higher up um, i'm curious if there's a performance difference like after they fly with the birds like this Huh, like if the elevation fucks with their altimeters and they start, like, crashing? <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's not what I want. Scenario. That's I'm not what I want for these speeds, birds. But, yeah, maybe they, like, fucking just, like, dive like bomb to the ground. <laughs> Shit hmm. like that. They don't have ears, so they can't choose gum or yawn to pop them. So. Yeah, yeah. And even, they probably you have ear drums. I'm you can fly to the U.S. Um, with falcons like that, too. It's amazing. Um the UAE government issued 28,000 Falcon passports from 2002 to 2013. <laughs> That's pretty cool. If I had the, uh, you know, Falcon earring, that'd be kind of a neat hobby to have, I, I would think. Probably if, very if expensive. You have, in time if you have 80 of them, though, like, what are you doing with 80 of them? That just seems a little redundant. I'd imagine he spends most of his time with his birds. Unless you're, unless you're training them and selling them or something. Ooh, or that maybe that's it, too. Maybe this guy's like a... I sell the finest Falcons. <laughs> He's a Falcon salesman. All right. Falcon salesman. Damn. I can I can get behind that. Now it's uh it's definitely harrowing to be on a plane with eighty Falcons. You know I don't know he did he have the whole plane himself to himself. No no dude that's the craziest part is like there's like other people on the airline <laughs> like Jeez. and it's a common thing that you can have them on the airline with just like people you like. So be careful if you're over in the Middle East. Don't be spooked if you see uh, a falcon just chilling because it's a normal thing. Right. Now, I, I know you, you're you not big on flying. You're doing more of it. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not big on but, it at all. But it's definitely something that sets people a little on edge. Um, I, if you were on a plane, though, and you had to choose between 80 falcons that could possibly be screaming, we haven't confirmed it, and uh, a drunk a drug uh, sorry not a drug dog but a drunk man who is angry and needs 10 people to hold him down which would you rather have falcons or drunk angry guy Ooh, that's a tough one um i'm gonna go with the falcons because the falcons can't bring the plane down <laughs> that's a good point unless Maybe they that motherfucker could around. open the emergency hatch and just like fuck with everything imagine <laughs> all the fucking falcons started flying around at once though Dude, they're they're all tethered. The way that they holstered oh, okay. the, them was like uh, they put like That's special smart. like when he had eighty that he had to reserve like a whole middle row of the plane and like they were like benches in the middle of the seats and like they like were put down tethered to it. 
So we're oh, like man. four, okay, so four they, for every two seats. They thought I had. Yeah. They thought I had a lot more they than I, I would have. I would have just thrown them all in there and just let it fly. You know? Now, a drunk man on a plane. <laughs> there, you don't that, know, know where that can go. I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's taken. And th- in this case, it was a flight, an 11-hour flight from London to Bangkok. And uh, oh, fuck this, guy got, this guy got <laughs> straight enraged. He was, like, <sighs> drunk. He said the... Uh, I guess the passenger had become upset after there was a line for the toilet and he ended up uh, pushing into a bunch of people near the bathroom and he started just swinging. So no one really knew what set him off. (laughs) They said he was a very big guy and he was very drunk and very aggressive. It was scary. Uh, They got him down into his seat. But he was making a lot of noise and being super violent. He just like kept on like screaming at him. And they... This was an eleven-hour flight. Like I get it. Dude. I get it, man. Like yeah. I, I totally Nobody get it. I want to. I want to act this. I want to act the same way when I'm sitting in a confined area for eleven hours. I want to fucking I've, scream. I've seen you on a plane <laughs> for five hours start to almost become half the rage of this guy. <laughs> That's why I don't drink too much on the plane. So, okay, because I understand the seriousness. Like, uh, you know, after like all the events in our country and throughout the world, people take flying seriously. And if you fucking like start raging out, people are gonna get freaked out clearly yeah uh this this guy just maybe he had just been served too much alcohol or something but they still had two hours left when they started restraining this guy oh Oh, man they hold this fucker down for like two hours yep because it's like at that point when you're flying from london to bangkok like that's yeah i mean you could sit down in china i guess i mean i'm not sure the flight path or india but like your best bet is probably just to get to your destination and let them deal with them yeah, like, just restrain him. <laughs> and probably by that time, he calmed down, you know? A yeah. lot of times when people are angry, if you give them a little time, they'll calm down. I'd say just bonk him on the head and get him unconscious. <laughs> just strap him in. Use a couple extra seatbelts. Oh, that's get a those seatbelt. Get two of those seatbelt extenders, and you put it around him, and you just tighten it to the seat. Then you're Tie good to go. Ass up. Yep. Why haven't people done that? They have those seatbelt extenders all the time in the fucking planes. That's yeah, a dude, quick like bop bop, strap them in there, and then no, like, you don't. Get, and then, well, I mean, yeah, I guess you'd have to do the hands too. Otherwise, he'd be able to just kind of boop and like. And then you just take a belt and you hand, you fucking put your belt around his hands behind his back. <laughs> if it's built like any of my belts, he's getting loose because my belts fucking break. I'm not fat, but like I buy shit belts apparently because <laughs> they're all breaking on me. <laughs> well, if you get a true like uh, a good buckled like leather belt. There you go. Some who has a good high. who has a real leather belt here? Quick! That's one way you could like take out someone raging on a. Plane, and then you just I whip guess. the shit out of him if it breaks. You just whip the fuck <laughs> out of him with that belt. We're Restrain yourself, down. <laughs> well, they they should just I don't know. They should have some sort of uh, other extra safety measure in that case. Yeah. Hell yeah. Can't fire. Can't fire. Net gun, guns. Yeah, there you go, net gun. A net gun, that'd be good. There's not a lot of room in the aisles, though. Why don't they give the attendants tasers? Like, is that, like, going to cause an issue with the flying? Like, can that make the plane explode somehow? Like, I don't know. That could be no, I think a science taser above my thinking. <laughs> Maybe if they do the ones that aren't the uh, deploy, Shooting. but the ones where you actually have to, like, get Imagine. up next to them, like, sir, calm down. Like, like, yeah, cattle prom. Just get him in there. Yeah. Just give him a little zap, 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 zap. <laughs> he's down and out he's down and out 
You've played around with a taser before, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I actually, I still have a taser. <laughs> I still got one right now. <laughs> it's a fun little toy. I mean, I've never, never had to tase anybody, like, out of real violence. I've tased some friends. <laughs> I, I had one of those shock lighters. Remember when we had that Washington, D.C. trip back in school? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And fucking everyone was buying those little shock lighters. That's the closest yep. thing to a taser I've ever yeah. had. Well, there's a little bit of a difference in the voltage. A taser will definitely give you a little bit of a noticeable effect compared to those. It's going to tickle, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's going to tickle you. You'll love it. You'll love it. In fact, you might love it so much that you could get tased for somebody's bucket list, including the girl in our next story who's a 16-year-old girl that's suffering from terminal leukemia, which in my book, she can do anything she wants. Anything at all under the books, kid. Hell yeah. So... One of the things she decided out of nowhere, no, not out of nowhere, she actually saw a video where her uncle, who is a state police officer, got tased. <laughs> okay. It wasn't That's like some vicious, like, I just want to tase the hell out of people. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a vendetta. For her bucket list, she wanted to tase a few people, so they found eight victims for her. In McConnellsville, Ohio, 50 people watched as she decided she was going to unleash the fury. Okay. Of her deployable taser. Alyssa, Alyssa Elkins um, was told she had four months to live. So she put this bucket list together. Um, this was actually number one. The oh, next really? thing on her list is um, a little easier. It's uh, going to Disney World with her family. <laughs> I love Which... how tasing someone is number one. <laughs> Disney's number two. Hey, yeah, well, I mean, you, you're, you think a priority is different when you get towards that, I'd imagine. I mean, I don't, I don't have any understanding of it, but I'd imagine. Right, <laughs> you right. Know? Um, but in the video, I think she, she saw, wasn't expecting. She saw it, she just always wanted. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, saw it in movies, maybe. Thought it was hilarious. In the videos of her doing it, it looks like she didn't want to do it so much anymore. <laughs> uh, Every little, time, a little... Freak it was like com- complete silence with like 50 people in a small like town hall room and uh, she's like tasering dudes in the back and they're just like and she's just like quietly looking away like sometime like oh like a little too too intense for everybody's quiet that's funny though that that was the first thing that she wanted to do She's quoted as saying, I don't like inflicting pain on people. I didn't know it was going to be that painful, really. <laughs> eh, they can handle it. Yeah, they can handle it. I mean, you... Making again, her dreams come true. Yeah. Enjoy it, kid. I mean, hell. <laughs> Not, I don't think I'll ever be able to taste someone. Unless Man. Some, some cool thing goes down where one of our fans is like, yeah, come tase me. That would <laughs> be dope. I'll supply right. the taser. It's not a deployable, so you don't have to worry about getting shot. <laughs> there you go that's pretty badass hats off to her hats off to her well something that's been on my bucket list ever since i saw this earlier this week um is this this never-ending slip and slide that they have in uh, australia um now this isn't your normal slip and slide when you normally think of a slip and slide you would think one long strip of tarp where you can like ride down a hill, right? Yeah, yeah. You just like yeah. You throw the water hose on it, and you preferably down a hill, and so you hit the on slick parts and get fucking burned. <sighs> yeah, right. You use uh, Pam, and then you end up cooking your leg. <laughs> yeah. So, 
So you go two hundred miles an hour into a tree. <laughs> the uh, the this machine in Australia was created for the Australia Day celebrations, and it's basically a clothesline that has like four poles on it. It's motorized to spin, and they've created a circle of tarps that they're able to keep riding. There's it's it's kind of like if you were on a wakeboard and you were going in a circle on a on a slip and slide. So as long as you're holding on to this thing, you're just going to keep spinning. See, I feel like that would I would get dizzy on like the second spin. I'd be like, "All right, that's enough. Turn her off." <laughs> but it, uh we definitely love our Australian videos Hell that yeah. we talk about. It, Down it's just fun. <laughs> I was thinking for the same thing you were saying. Like it would get you really dizzy, and then there's no real way to stop. You just kind of have to let go, and you fly off in whatever direction you let go in. Yeah, you're gonna go off that tarp into whatever is around you. So you better be in a fucking wide open field on some nice plush grass. <laughs> yeah, seriously, because I uh, I would love to try this thing. Like I said, it's a new thing for my bucket list. If I can try an endless slip and slide, why the hell not? Ha. <sighs> <laughs> so let's keep it up australia we love what you're doing oh, yeah. we talk about you almost every episode at least we try to work sort. in we try to work in a down under theme news clip or something right hell yeah yeah we, it seems that way it. we had yeah, funnel web yeah. spiders last uh last episode that was pretty funny oh uh, not funny creepy as nah, fuck. Fu- funny in a way that it's like you know <laughs> telling us to catch those poisonous spiders what are you yeah. thinking what are you yeah, thinking man. Oh, fucking A. People are always trying to catch shit, man. They're always after getting creatures, you know? And uh, yeah, one yep. of the most elusive creatures people are always after is goddamn Bigfoot. Now, whether yep. you believe them or not, researchers that are widely known in the Bigfoot community are coming across <laughs> an argument right now. And it's a, it's a very important argument. And I, I think you would agree with me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If, no, I shouldn't even say if. When they find this son of a bitch, <laughs> what are, should they do with him? Should they kill him? Should they keep him alive? <laughs> there's two that, camps of thought, apparently, right? There's Yes, there's two thoughts. There's actually a six-part series coming out in February on Destination America. <laughs> it's okay. Actually, it'll be out by the time this episode is out. So, Nice. Look that shit up. Watch it. <laughs> You can see a bunch of crazies debating about whether they should cap this mythological creature. Should they find it? They're intense with it, too. They're really intense. Uh, There's some fucking... There's a debate that's already been aired um, (laughs) between imposing parties. Um, (laughs) One of the guys is quoted like, Here's the thing. Here's the reason you can't shoot one. They are intelligent. They seem to have families. They are human. (laughs) They are human or human (laughs) hybrid. I'd love to see his evidence. So he's he's treated like it's a crime against humanity. So it's like technically murder. <laughs> and the other guy's like, these are just your crazy theories, basically. He's trying to just dethrone his thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I mean, hey, take your side if you're a believer or not. <laughs> now, now the other guy that said he would be down with killing them is it's because he says they're a nuisance animal, from what I understand. So. <sighs> What they're talking about is a nuisance is um, there's been multiple reports in the area they're going to go investigate, actually, um, of, like, attacking people's homes, farm animals, and um, pets. And it's, it's actually in the deep south of America in general, I think, in the Appalachians. 
Am okay. I correct? <laughs> In Appalachia. <laughs> so it's like he's he's considering a Bigfoot like Ricky Raccoon from the beginning of our episode. Yes, yes. Like he's going to go through people's garbage, fuck with Let their pets. Me, like let, oh, man. I'm just going to cut to Webb is a nut who is the guy that's supposing that they ca- we can't kill them and they're <laughs> human. Okay. <laughs> he thinks... As soon as he catches a live one, I guess dude, I'll be behind him. He thinks you. that we need to have a chat with them and ask them kindly to stop eating the chickens <laughs> and to stop messing well, with people's homes. <laughs> that'd be great if we spoke Sasquatch. If, yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on what crazy theory you go with. I mean, as we were speaking earlier, I mean, there's theories that um, he's a time traveler. There's te- that he's um, telepathic. Like you know, like. Yep. That that he's an interdimensional being, yes. and not something uh, like a mammal that exists here on Earth, but can slip in and out through different in dimensions. Realms. People think he's an why alien. Do you, why maybe. do you think they never found one? He's exactly. going to different worlds. Uh, he's just every time you see him, he's just boop bopping out. I seen one, and then he teleported to, right out uh, as soon as he saw I was looking at him. Exactly. And and you made a good point earlier that, like, if there is a Bigfoot, if there is, like, a mammal that's not interdimensional, that's not slipping in and out of time, fucking, and it is, like, an actual physical creature, this thing's going to get shot. <laughs> Just purely based on the people that are hunting yes. it. Yes. They're armed to the fucking teeth. Yes, the majority <laughs> and, of people. And you know I don't packing. blame them. If it's coming, if a Bigfoot comes at me and I have a gun, I'm gonna fucking shoot. Dude, I uh, all right. Even if he's not coming at you, I feel like any man out there when they finally stumble across a fucking giant ape-like creature, and they're within 20, 30 feet of it, and they're panicky, and he makes some kind of growl if he sees you, he's gonna get shot instantly. Like. Or, Unless you're unless you're preloaded with some tranquilizer darts or something, they better be strong. Dude, how would you gauge that? <laughs> would you treat them the same as an elephant? Because I mean, you could kill them too. So it's like you could take the risk of like being safe and going lower. And it's like fuck, one didn't work, Ooh. two didn't work, three didn't don't work. Be, I killed his ass. Don't be safe. Don't be safe and go low. Go high, if anything. I guess. Go super it's like, high. You got a chance of living your squash. <laughs> yeah, because then you could at least say, "Oh, I tried," you know. <laughs> but. If you're if you're just loading uh, some bird shot, I think he's. I don't think he's gonna. Flip. Well, he ain't as tough as no elephant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh man, there's all kinds oh of creatures God. out there. You never know what's gonna pop up. Uh, I guess our we agreed our official stance on on the Bigfoot is try and take him alive, right? If we that's can. my opinion. I mean, for science, baby, come on. There's a lot we could learn if yeah, there's a creature that- that's evaded us for this long and it could potentially be a link to like some type of evolution. Um, I mean, there's a lot to wonder, especially when we're coming into the era of accepting that there's been multiple species of human beings in existence, you know? Um, right. Yeah, no, I, I definitely back that if uh, if we do find a Bigfoot. And also treat it as humanely as possible, I would yeah, say. Hell but yeah. if that thing's coming at you, you blast that fucking Imagine. You blast it so hard. Imagine, like, right when the we, guy shoots, he's like, don't! <laughs> he knows, like, a little English or something. <laughs> Because he's real, they're real clever. Yeah, they linger like, no! and they hear campers. <laughs> oh like, man, that that'd be terrible. It's like I shot him. I shot the he big. He said foot. something. <laughs> he said something. He said, "Are you done with those freedoms?" I'm horrible. I'm just sitting here stereotyping like every bigfoot hunter is a redneck in the woods. That's like clueless. No, there's there's ones with glasses and beards. 
that 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 have degrees of some. Listen, type man, there's conventions. Like you need to take them seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of guys. It's a a uh, lot of yeah. guys at those conventions. I'm pretty sure I've heard some ridiculous statistics, like it's like 98 percent guys or something. Just a bunch of dudes out in the yeah, woods. Yeah, it's kind of kind of telling those statistics. So one other thing that we've stumbled upon, not a Bigfoot, unfortunately, but there's a new type of moth, and it's named after our current president. <laughs> it is Mothra? the tiny moth named after Donald Trump. No, it's not Mothra. This is a tiny, tiny oh, moth. Nah. And the reason he's named after our president is because he has a little little quaff of blonde hair on the top of his head. He does have the Trumpador going on, except it's kind of cute. Yes, he does. It's cute on the bug. It's not, yeah, not it cute is. on Trump, but it, hey, that's a personal choice. I, I'm not going to knock the guy. Right? I mean, we can't agree with every hairstyle. This moth is rocking it, I got to say. Yeah. Um, Get some glamour shots of that guy. We might have to put him up on uh, the, the Insta. Uh, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. We'll, we'll definitely uh, put give this moth some uh, Instagram love here. Had, uh, the name of the moth is the Nazari Donald Trumpy, <laughs> and it was discovered uh, in uh, in Canada, I think, in Ottawa. I had read, and it also has habitats in uh, Southern California, so it sort of goes on the west coast between like uh, L.A. area, I guess, and up to Canada, probably depending on the weather. I would guess. Okay. It's a cute little moth. And it's, it's not uncommon for uh, moths, or well, not moths specifically, but bugs and other things to be named after different celebrities Especially or political current, figures. Current that, ones that are uh, of popular topic. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, even when Barack Obama was uh, president, there was a coral reef fish na- native to Hawaii uh, that was named after him, I believe. Yes. And a couple of uh, spiders and some lichen. And then there's also... Things named after Johnny Cash and Beyonce and Johnny Depp. So the list goes on. Well, it's a free-for-all. Uh, Whoever people, discovers you know, gets to dub it. Right? Make like the Gary Busey worm. It's like, or I've something. been dying to discover something and name it Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah, right? The Gary Busey slug. Oh, God. Just looks like super crazy. <laughs> he <laughs> has no clue what's going on. He just he kind of does random things. <laughs> and we let him, we let him hang around. <laughs> Why does he have a Twitter? That's what I. Oh <laughs> uh, man! So that pretty much wraps up the news. That's all we got for that. Does, yes, yes. We're gonna move along to our next segment, which is a spin on the Green Corner. I think we're gonna we're gonna dub this sports what Combat Sports Plus. Sports Plus. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have sports plus going on i'm excited for sports hell yes plus. hell yes and what sports plus is just to fill you in is it is sports with a flair and by flair what i mean is ass kicking someone's getting the <laughs> shit kicked out of them <laughs> same track talk. i'm ex- i'm excited yes, hell yeah man and you should be excited because the first thing we're going to start off with is combaton and now what combaton is competition baton <laughs> as we have dubbed it basically you're going to take a baton it's like, all right, you're going to imagine basketball-type ruling a little bit going on with a little bit of football on a football-sized field, okay? Except for the thing is you're carrying, okay, a baton-like 14-inch flexible tube, and guys can kick your ass. They can literally run and jump kick you and try to stop you. Now, if you've ever, 
if you've ever played lacrosse, which I, I played personally, um, it so it seems sort of like lacrosse without the sticks in a way, mixed with martial arts. It, it, it could, yeah, that, it's a pretty good, yeah. I mean, if you stop the guy by drop kick, that or football ass, he stops in place, you pick up from there. You have three chances to get to the goal line, the strike zone. Um, once you're to the strike zone, the way of scoring is a little bit different than lacrosse. You actually have to do a kick and whack this other baton that's hanging five feet off the ground now there's different scoring for this that's where it gets that's, interesting yes. now you can do a regular old kick where you're you know you like a high kick your one foot is positioned on the ground and your other your foot is making the actual kick you can do a jump kick if you want to throw a little flare on there and get four points whereas the regular kick gets you three but if you want to throw some real motherfucking flare on there and do a 360 jump kick you get five points and put your team a little bit ahead <laughs> That's it's it's insane the uh, the way they block the defense that's being played multiple people throwing kicks at someone who's just like launching themselves off the ground it's uh, I, I'm actually watching some clips of it right oh. now where people this guy just did a running jump side kick for a score with the baton um, I like the fact that three sixties are new more hell yeah points it's, yeah that takes skill They're fucking sick dude it's, speaking of like the plays that they do I mean the offense they'll have like two like defensive like tackle guys going on like right ahead of the, the actual carrier and fucking dudes will be like fucking jump kicking at them like three or four deep like <laughs> and breaking through the blockade to get to the fucking actual carrier <laughs> yeah it's it's really intense it's just, it's like nothing i've ever seen um the the way that the martial arts and you said it was uh taekwondo inspired yes this was inspired by taekwondo instructors um in about 1998 okay yeah they decided they wanted to take and use martial arts in a competitive sport um other than you know martial arts competition um the first practice actually took place in 2004 after like they like really got enough people to get teams together um which there was about Mm -hmm. 12 people um, and then from there, it kind of progressed a little bit. Um, it's not, you know, a mainstream sport, but it's definitely picking up. Like, you can find clips from all over that it, it, people are getting into this, which, I mean, it, I'd, dude, I would fucking... There was even youth leagues from the clips that I was Now, yeah, at. it's weird how they split it up. Um, they actually, boys and girls, play together. Um, and there's different leagues, like uh, 18 and up. There's, like, boys, like, 13 to... 16 and um then there's youth groups like 7 to 12 or something okay now it's something i just noticed with this uh this one clip i'm watching right now is for blocking like even when people don't have the baton to score like two people that like one like even in basketball when you like set a pick and you're guarding someone they're throwing kicks at each other in order when you get into the strike zone you different rules apply like you can aggress so you can actually attack you can somewhat grapple i'm not exactly sure on all the rules of grappling there is grappling allowed in the strike zone um but you basically want to keep them away from fucking being able to get the ball because once okay let me further backtrack you're allowed one toss you can throw the the baton once on the main field but once you get into the strike zone it's a free-for-all you can throw the baton as many times as you want so Generally, what happens is is similar to basketball. You'll you'll be a lot of passing to open up an actual alley to get it through and in score. Um, so okay. generally, the fucking defense is fucking going ham with these kicks and punches in that circle. <laughs> 
It definitely looks that way. We'll be we'll we'll be sure to post something on uh, our social media, uh, showing off the amazing kicks that are being thrown by these it, combaton players. Yeah, it's oh my god, what a hell of a way to fucking incorporate martial arts into some type of sports like. <laughs> It's it's cool because I love the practical use of martial arts. Like I always enjoyed the sport. Oh my god, that guy just kicked that other guy in the face with a running. And we should jump state kick. the while- rules allow kicks anywhere above the <clears throat> hip and to the front and sides of the head. <laughs> it's a lot of head kicks. It's, it's a lot. Everybody's of it. aiming for the head. Like you'll see some dick shots on yeah, accident this- and fouls are called, but <laughs> a lot of head this kicks. dude had the baton ran up. And just straight up jump kick to this dude in the face. It was insane. Oh, yeah, dude. So we'll be sure to throw some clips up on on our uh, social media to show you guys exactly what the hell's yeah, going on. Yeah, talking about here. it does it no justice. It is fucking carnage. <laughs> our, our next um, sport, we're going to do Botaoshi. Yes. Botaoshi comes to us from Japan. Um, this is a game that roughly translates to pole toppling now the basis of the game is it's played in two teams with 150 members each the members are split in half and some are defenders and others are attackers and the uh, basic goal of the game is to pull this wooden pole that sits about 20 feet high um, down below a 30 or 45 degree angle. Now, this might not sound too exciting, but when you have people topple, pu- toppled on top of each other, one dude standing on the top of the 20-foot pole, <laughs> holding on for dear life, kicking these people in the face. He's bas- there, It's no holds bars, just people going at it, like trying to pull down this wooden pole at all costs and it's just an ultimate struggle between like one set of people versus another set of people who can conquer fucking what's like this this wooden pole it's It's all about it's straight chaotic man like fucking first off having groups of that many people rush at each other like that well one group rush at a standstill group that's trying to just hold fucking uh, structure basically together out of humans (laughs) the way they wave it man it's it's amazing that i found like they would send the first wave to be the bottom the base and then they would send the next wave of guys that would go up and be the secondary base and then they would send more like guys that would be smaller and like they would fucking climb flying climbing up and like i what i would told what i told you before was like it's like that fucking vampire um the zombie movie with brad pitt oh world yeah where they're fucking running up the walls dude like stacking on each other it's insane yep yep it it is crazy and like i'm always focused on the guy standing on top of the pole yeah dude because he's the one trying to like kick everyone off and like just play defense he's throwing punches i'm watching it right now (laughs) they're they're just trying with all their might dude this one dude from the the attacking side just launched himself over all that first wave people that you were talking about like just trying to get to this pole to pull it down because if you can get to the top of it and you can hang your body weight that's the main goal but you still have the people at the base holding it up so it's really really uh intense game and it looks like people lose teeth oh dude without a doubt it's fucking kicking in the face with very little gear like 
The motherfuckers are wearing oh, yeah. basically just clothes. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there's they have helmets. That's about it. Everything yeah, but else not, is like, just okay, bare. Like uh, Combaton, they wear chest and armor, wear, and they all wear matching. They shirts. wear chest armor at least. So <laughs> when you're getting those kicks, you're you're not getting them directly to skin. These motherfuckers are wearing like right. jumpsuits. <laughs> yeah, it's it's matching t-shirts, <laughs> white pants, and a yeah. helmet. Like it looks like one of the helmets you'd wear in sparring Thin-ass and clothing, like, martial dude. arts. <laughs> seriously it's uh it's so cool though uh i i saw it on a compilation i just had to read into what this sport yeah it's insane man and the poor guy on top when they rip him off finally he just disappears into the crowd of bodies and gets stomped yep (laughs) just like that that uh zombie movie dude it's so sad it's fucking great oh man (laughs) so next story we have here isn't really a crazy sport with MMA, it is MMA. But the reason that we're not going to include it in the green corner is because we wouldn't toss children into the green corner. Now, you might wonder, <laughs> not, not will- why am I talking about... Not un- not unwillingly, not, not Yes, yes, exactly. Not, not you know, we wouldn't force them into anything. They didn't want to do it, you know. So, to back it up, what we're talking about is in Russia, you know, they have some crazy ideas, you know, like we've talked about with the crazy Russian clips, you know, they're a little progressive with their aggression, (laughs) you could say. Yeah. And now, what we've uh, stumbled across here is a martial arts competition involving children as young as eight years old. Now, you might think that's crazy. Over in Russia, not at all. Some of the children that were actually in this competition were from the actual leader of Chechnya. The guy's name is Kadrov, and uh, he's been in power for quite a few years. Um, he disregards it as totally safe, and it teaches them, you know, to be men. Typical, you know, opinion um, of a proud father. You know, a real masculine character, as quoted in the article here, um, which I have from ESPN, by the way. So it's interesting enough to be pulled up by mainstream sports. Yeah, that's uh, definitely interesting that they would cover something. Now, like that. to give you an idea of the depth, it's it is real MMA. Um, Kadrov's son, his oldest son, is ten years old, and he beat another boy by a technical knockout. Children actually knocking each Damn. other out—that's insane. See that—that's that's a little risky. Yes. You're you're talking about head trauma at a young age. Oh my god! Yeah, the development age as well, like getting trauma then. Like, that kid's right. not even done developing yet, man. Jesus Christ. And they, they were given belts just as pro fighters, and they had announced music. It was the full deal, and it was on TV. It was actually broadcasted. That's the craziest thing, man. So, if you lived in Russia... Live broadcast the channel. children oh, fighting. It's just kids fighting. That's nothing. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, man. Yeah. These, uh... I mean, it's good to have kids learning a sport. I don't know if it's the best necessarily to have them knocking each other out in the ring. Yeah. Let's wait till they're eighteen or twenty. Yeah, I would. I would say. Or maybe, or maybe below the neck. You know, no, no head hits. Yeah, it's drawn quite the uh, negativity from different public figures, including uh, Emilianko, Fedor Emilianko, who is like. A professional MMA fighter that's world renowned, a monster, um, and he's just uh, gone out to saying it's unacceptable and dangerous for them to be out there. Um, kids under twelve have no, no right to be even involved in MMA, let alone 
anybody under 18 should be wearing headgear and and uh, gloves and everything, you know. Yeah, I would say, you know, if the if a kid's interested, get them training, but don't have them actually fighting until they're like other Yes. Age. Yeah. Especially till step. technical knockout Because you can still work on Point your... system is completely different. You can work on your footwork. You can work on your footwork. You can work on your striking. You can even work on grappling without even hurting each other for the most yes, part. Yes, yes. And, uh, like, you'll find the professionals now aren't even sparring much. Um, they're finding out that the less beating that they take before a fight, the better off they are. Um, and the less permanent damage they'll take. So sparring's becoming less and less um, as, like, full-on contact as, like, a fight. So right. putting kids in it. And, <laughs> yeah, seriously, you don't want them sparring. Our, I mean, our next uh, sport is pretty much just sparring. That's all it is. But there's a ball somewhere in there, but nobody <laughs> gives a fuck. Yeah, that's, I, I, and the more I watch of this uh, Italian sport that combines rugby with bare-knuckle fighting, <laughs> uh, the more I realize it's less about the rugby and more about the bare-knuckle fighting. Hell yeah, they're just there to have a good time. <laughs> This uh, this is an event. It's called the Calcio Fiorentino, and it is uh, performed annually in the Piazzo in Piazzo Santa Croce in Florence, Italy. Uh, it's basically a large coliseum where there's goals on either end that are the length of the field, and in the middle are dudes wearing funny pants um, who are all just pretty much straight up MMA fighting. And there's a ball somewhere in there, as Matt mentioned before, that's used to score on these goals. So, essentially, you're going to set up with your team and wail on the other team while (laughs) someone on your team with the ball tries to make their way through these fist fights to score a goal. Without getting knocked the fuck out. And, (laughs) And if you're wondering what the prize for doing this is and for winning this competition, you get a cap. Hell yes. That's that's a good prize. It continues on giving, man. You get milk, making yeah, cheese. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fight fight some dudes for fifty minutes, and uh, you know, get a cow or a out shit of it. ton of I, I, hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, true. That's a good way to do. it. I Tacos. mean, you do have like a decent amount of people on your team. This is this is done with like, I think there, there's twenty seven players on each team. So you're talking like almost 60 people fighting each other in a ring <laughs> bare knuckle just like people holding each other back people on the ground i'm gonna uh, fucking give you it's one it's just madness <laughs> right, so check out the uh calcio fiorentino we're gonna post a whole bunch of this yeah shit all for, the sports uh, except for the week, kids we don't insane. endorse people watching the kids fight we probably will leave that out yeah no that was more just a talking yeah. point. Just because it's ridiculous. I feel like people need to hear that there are children doing professional MMMA. MMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMM
but they also have like a ska undertone. There's a trumpet player. I like the horns sax- in them. Yeah, saxophone. Um, throwing a little horn section up in there, which you don't find in pop, punk, or punk rock, you know? Commonly, anyway. Um, so things like that right. tend to catch my you know, catch my, my ear. <laughs> um, it's a six-piece band. Um, the members live in mainly New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Long Island. Um, well, that's where they're from, anyway. And also, it cons- it uh, consists of members of a band that um, no longer exists. Survey says, um, which I I don't know about them. Um, I will be looking into them myself. Um, I just found that out right before the show um, when I was looking into them deep, getting deep into them. Okay. <laughs> um, that happens a lot of the time, though. You see them sort of start out with one set of people, and then the people drop off, and then new people come, and they end up being like an, another band. Yeah, going yeah they had like name. a really big fan base, apparently, um, under survey says. Now, Keep Flying is is pretty new. Um, they just dropped their EP in the last year. Um, we just May tweeted 23rd, at them. They, they liked the tweet. Yep, they've already responded to us on a like. That's cool. Maybe we can... Uh, yeah. Give him some love again with the new music they put out. Um, but yeah, so the song I chose, it is dope as hell, where they demonstrate those horns for you so beautifully with a punk melody that will take you back if you listen to this kind of music in high school, especially. Um, yeah. Here you fucking go. Safety Harbor by Keep Flying. Yeah, so I love that fucking song. Um, the quote, like, uh, where he's like, "Next Halloween, I should dress up as me." Like, I thought that was dope. Um, yeah, yeah, like they're, they're, they're cool. Like, they're lyrically, they're yeah, kind of like neat. it fits with the melody. It's just like you know, fucking pumps you up. It's just like you know, like I don't know. Some songs come along and you just like adapt to. You instantly like. And like you said, the horns that they have going oh, on, man. I really like that sort of ska and hell yeah, man. To them. It, it it definitely gives them a different sound than just like the normal pop punk band, where it's you know you're gonna get the same rhythm and uh, and um, lead hell yeah sort of riffs going. Yeah, and the, the trumpet player like does backup vocals too, so he's like all over the fucking place. Like it's crazy, man. Um, check out the music video, especially if you can. Uh, it's uh, entertaining. It's cool get to see the band they also have a new single uh new music video out i believe uh it's the pink cloud yes Nine. and that's another dope song it was hard for me to choose uh between the two um we actually blasted that one on twitter um i think that's the song we chose and uh it's another dope ass song it's a yep. little more pop punk like type deal i would say um but, but if you're looking to get amped up they're they're a good band to look to hell I'd yeah say. man i fucking i'm digging them Hopefully we'll be. I know I'll be listening to them now that I looked them up in YouTube. They'll be popping up in my, uh, my little search bar there. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, they pop up on my playlist <laughs> quite a bit. 
Now, uh, the who I got for you is Tyler the Creator. Oh, you might have heard of this guy. Yeah, he's definitely he's a little bit bigger. Some of you might know Tyler the Creator from his show Loiter Squad on Adult Swim. He also is like an awesome rap artist. That's where I first got to know him. I I forget where I had heard of him, but I ended up seeing him in Montreal when I was going to school up in uh, upstate New York. And uh, he's just like another pump up kind of guy, this time on the rap side of the music spectrum. Uh, But if you want like the song that I picked for uh, today for you to listen to part of is called tamale and it it starts off just like tamale 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 so like, <laughs> like it, it from the beginning from the drop it's just like there to pump you up and when i saw him do that song in concert he was like he said like this is a song i write so that i can fucking rage on on stage and he was like i want everyone in here to be going crazy you know Hell yeah. so he, he's got that vibe to him he's definitely go nuts we were watching his music videos before there's a lot of like weird stuff if you're gonna listen to his music also watch his music oh my god because he's very involved in like the production of it and the art he does all the art for uh his like albums and for their merchandise he's a very specific like style which i really yeah man he's so unique in a business where every genre has like stereotypical like flows like where it's like people head towards these common like grouping of like appearance and I mean, like you were talking, his his music videos are fucking works of art alone. Like, it's fucking insane. Like, when you were like, dude, no, watch the video. I was just, like, captivated right away. I was like, dude, this guy's fucking crazy. This is insane. Like, this is so different. He's, he's got an awesome artistic mind. I, I, All over I had the also mentioned the video <laughs> from the uh, interview that he did where he was like, they were like, what makes you make uh, the art that you create? And he said, "It's I do it to piss off old white people like you, he said to the interviewer. <laughs> ah, so he's just... He's always fucking around, yeah. and he's always, like, ready to, like, give people shit, which is cool. That's what you Fuck want yeah, in Fuck yeah, stirring it up. <laughs> um, this, so, this is Tamale uh, by Tyler, the Creator. Enjoy. Then I bust in her jaw like, Fuck that disease. My urethra, hole that I keep from. Bigger than an OB snack on a reef, and I turn that snare down. I'm back like a Rosa Parks fair on the same damn bus like you're going to jail now. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could ever give a fuck, bitch? Suck dick, motherfuck you and your opinions. Can you kick it? Yes, I can, sir. What a lump is. Sicker than a last bar. Boulder on my seal. Colorado, fuck Michael, bitch. I'm better than my bill. Buy me a lunch, trying to dance during chemo before they repossess our strong arm bonds and tuxedos. Fat time and before I flatline, cleansy chimes in my room and catch me. This shit so damn embarrassing, like. Clean that shit up. We're going to the office. 
So yeah, that's Tamale uh, by Tyler, the creator. The song goes all over the place. It's really up and then it sort of comes down at the end and he starts doing this whole like soliloquy kind of thing about his father and how we were, we were talking about it before, how like his dad left him, but he feels that that was the creative spark to make him as good as he is and fuel the fire like of his creative nature. But that's sort of like a catch 22 because if he's mad at his dad for leaving, then he can't be happy about his creative influences in a way. So he's definitely tortured. Yeah. He's uh, getting pulled in all different directions. Yeah, which is like, uh, it's a weird thing that like, it's common, you know, like people that have gone through some shit will produce some crazy shit, you know, that's just like, wow, that's, you know, that's something different. He also has a, uh, a a carnival that he throws every year around November. Um, He's been doing it since 2012. It's called Camp Flognaw. And it's uh he rents carnival rides and has like a concert down in L.A. That's so dope. And that's something I've always wanted to go to. I wanted to go last year. I didn't get a chance to. Maybe this year. Who knows? Dude, we'll, we'll do see. a slacker update if you do. That's dope. That'd be pretty sick. So there you go. Check out uh, Keep Flying and Tyler the Creator. Uh, all their shit. Listen to all. Hell yeah! Of it. Every fucking track, fucking every album. Great. Trying to bring you some cool <laughs> stuff to listen to. When you're not listening to us, clearly. Yeah, yeah. But keep listening to us. Keep checking us out. Yeah, man, listen to us first, then and go then listen the to them. Recommend. All right. Which is convenient because this is the end of the yeah. show. So after you're done listening to us, you can go and find another. Well, when you're done listening, you can head over and check us out. American Slacker Podcast.wordpress.com. If you wanted to, I mean, right? Oh, yeah. And another way you could check us out is on Instagram or Facebook. At American Slacker Podcast. We're also on Twitter and Reddit as A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. That's Ammer Slacker Podcast. A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. Uh, you can also email us. That's something we haven't really plugged too much, but I figured we'd let you know. American Slacker Podcast at Gmail. Yeah. Uh, if you're just a listener, if you're just like thinking, hey, I'd like to tell these guys I listen and I like what they're doing. Uh, we appreciate any emails. Go on, go ahead, send it to us, American Slacker podcast at gmail.com one last one that i'd say we want to throw out is our patreon if uh you really like what we're doing if you're a faithful listener and you want to see this go farther than it already has we're 22 episodes in. we're getting there and we're just gonna keep this train rolling if you want to see it go farther if you want to have a uh an input into what we're doing as a show and let us know how much of a loyal fan you are, and we'll know, know that way how much your opinion matters. Go to our Patreon. We have some offers up there if you'd like to donate and uh, provide any sort of support um, via our Patreon. We would greatly appreciate that. That's something we're trying to really get going here. Yeah, any any type of support that you guys will give us, you know, um, on any of the social media, on the Patreon, it leads us to better production, um, better material for you, and uh, merch. And more podcasts in the future. Yes, yes, without a doubt. For sure, that way we can give good stuff to you guys. And if you'd like to check out our personal Instagrams, I am on Instagram at LandersThePlane. And I am on Instagram at MWGMedia. So check us out, people, and thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we love it. We'd love to hear from you. Get at us. Let us know what you think. If you hate it, if you love it, we love you. And send us or make sure you review us on iTunes and all that shit. (laughs) 
really appreciate all it. that shit. I just, I just keep all going. the shit. I just plug, plug away, it, man. You got any more plug plugs? Away. You plug away, bro. <laughs> I'm like a fucking extension cord here. I got plugs for days. All right, I gotta stop him. I gotta cut him off. Unplugged. Unplugged. All right. He's turning off the power. Cut down. Unplugged. Let me hit the, uh, let me hit the button. All right, people. You know what we always say. That's it. There you go. Cable company sounds. Yeah, hell yeah, that's how they sound with their bullshit ass deals. <laughs> <laughs>